The Andromeda Ward used to air at 4.30am on BBC Radio 4. Only six episodes of this paranormal hospital melodrama were ever broadcast. Some consider this a tragedy. In 2015, several of the original cast and crew of the Andromeda Ward agreed to be interviewed for a proposed documentary about the series. The documentary ultimately failed to meet its crowdfunding goal, and the interviews languished on the producer's hard drive until being released on YouTube in 2019, where they have received 42 collective views to date. Barbara, I, I thought this wasn't going to be one of the questions we we agreed this before, but no, 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 we, no, we did, we did, we did agree. It, it didn't end my my career. My my career only blossomed from. Um, no, actually, you know what? No, no, I'm not doing this anymore. I've got far better things to be doing. Barbara, get, get, get Barbara, get me the car. Bring the car around, would you? Don't know why I ever agreed to do this bloody thing anyway. Thank you um, for your question. Um, first of all, let me just uh, reiterate that uh, Dante is no longer my nom de plume. Um, I have returned to my birth name after many years of re rejection. I have now embraced my my origins and I am a very proud um, muse. Um, <clears throat> as to the allegations, all I can say is... Uh, well, we all did our best with what we were given. Um, I was never meant to be the Foley person in the show. Obviously, I, I am a trained actor. That was my first profession and, and my craft. And um, I resent um, being made responsible for the end of the show uh, over that work. I don't think it's um, appropriate. We were simply doing as we were asked, as actors often do. And as actors, actors often do, uh, we take the blame when things go wrong. All I can say is I'm very proud of all my work, including what happened in the um, Andromeda Ward. There's a lot of rumours that fly around about what exactly happened in the, the final days of Andromeda Ward and who, who pushed for what, who said what to whom in what smoky dark room at back of at BBC. I won't deny that uh, I did have other projects, other pokers in fire, things that I would have rather been doing. I um, I really believed in at first series of Andromeda Ward. I still think it's some of my best work, and I still think that there was there was more places it could go. But the uh, the creative mind it's always changing, it's always evolving, and you get to. In the gap between writing the work and producing the work, you've become a different man. You're not the man who created that and you're not the man who wanted it to exist anymore. And so did I push for cancellation? 
No. Did I push especially hard against cancellation? I can't I can't say that I did. I don't think that at the time I consciously wanted the show to be cancelled, but I think when that call came, when those discussions started, I think I I realised that it was something that I'd wanted, really. And uh, I think that the work I've done since has been some of my best. I have often thought about what would have become uh, of Nancy. You know, she was very close to my heart. Uh, I fell in love with her in many ways, uh, with that with that character. I think she had a lot to give, uh, you know, if the fates hadn't got in the way, as they do, television fates, uh, radio fates, sorry. Uh, uh, uh. I think she'd have... She'd have gone on to to really lead the team with with her knowledge from the, you know her past in the in the the black market and the crime and the violence. I think she could have become um, less of a background uh, comedy character and much more of a, a driving force when it came to to battling all of those weird and wonderful things that happened in the hospital that we we remember so dearly. But uh, alas. It was never to be. Not in canon, anyway. <laughs> I have read some of the fan fiction. Uh, it's quite good. It's quite good. Now, now li- listen, listen here. Listen. Look. Firstly, I'm incredibly proud of my work as an influencer on on YouTube, and I believe that it was only right for me to to move back into the realm where people became so used to my dulcet tones in the first place, the world of chocolate. As for the allegations that I don't eat any of the chocolate, does, I, does someone tasting wine drink or wine? No, they spit it out, don't they? they, just, they I, I can taste the chocolate, and I have, a, I have this spittoon, and I spit it into there, and I've experienced the chocolate to its fullest extent without having to ingest any of the lactose involved. So, I, I mean... I, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to... Yes, I am. I am a lactose intolerant man, but I don't think that diminishes my ability to review the chocolate in any way. As for a bias towards uh, certain chocolate companies, it is not my fault that only the best chocolate companies send me stuff for free. So I'm, I'm sad to say that... Um... I, I didn't continue any work with Iron Brew after um, after this point. I think, um, you know, they're a, uh, the nation's favourite. They're a national icon for Scotland and really for the British Isles as a whole. But um, sadly, they did get hold of that piece of recording where I said it was disgusting. So um, that was the end of that. Uh, hmm, um, well, f- f- First of all, the being rejected from drama school 16 years in a row was a learning experience, uh, 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 and those are very imp- important. Uh, and they say that it, it takes a message, you need to receive a message three times at least before it uh, you really internalize it. And um, honestly, I think the, the fact that it, it took 16 it just is a sign of my mental resilience, uh, if nothing else. Um, but the message did eventually get through, uh, and it was it was a revelation from that point uh, that uh, acting 
was never the right path for me. And, and I'm glad, I'm glad I discovered that at a time. Uh, I'm glad I, I didn't discover that in my youth. I'm glad that it, 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 it wasn't until uh, my prime years that I discovered that because it meant that I was immediately in the right position and, and maturity to, 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 to take on the responsibilities of, of production and management, which are really my, honestly, really my, my, my calling. Um, that's, that's what I am ma- made to do. Um, in terms of anything I would have done differently with the Andromeda Award, I mean, if I was in the position then that I, that, that, that I'm in, in now, um, I, I, I would have trusted my instincts and, uh, and had Ron Barnes removed from the project. I think, uh, back then I was, I was blinded by his track record, um, and, uh, senior, sense of seniority. And, uh, I think the, the project would have been rather better, uh, without him. I'm glad that I am now in a much more, more uh, senior and secure position and can make those kinds of decisions in future projects. This has been the Lost Andromeda Award Christmas Special, a studio production from Merely Role Players, starring Matt Boothman as Ron Barnes and Julian Smurmbly, Helen Stratton as Hetty Braithwaite playing Jemima Jones. Chris McLennan as Judd Talisker playing Reese Haplock, radiologist. Ellen Gould as Avril Sterling Bow playing Nancy Kent. Strat as Riff Redgrave playing Brett Buckingham. And Marta De Silva as Arizona Muse, aka Dante, playing SD Nim. The theme music is by Alexander Pankhurst, and the episode was edited and produced by Matt Boothman. We were playing The Andromeda Ward, a role playing game by Chloe Mashter illustrated by Gerald McDermott, and supplemented by the Script Change Toolbox by Bo Yarga-Sheldon. Merely Role Players is a Foggy Outline production in association with Blackshaw Theatre Company. Until next time, if drama be the food of life, play on! Sorry, don't hang on. I had an idea, but it's stupid. (laughs) We've got to hear it now, mate. Have you heard the rest of this episode?